Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Black Just Fans with me, Robert. With me, Pete. Man like Mo, out here. Full furnace with a special guest. Extra full. Hey. Huh? Extra full furnace. Gosh. Oh. So there's a full furnace with an extra guest. With extra, yeah. with more. I was thinking, what's extra full? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Andrea. Andrea with us again. <laughs> Hello, coming down. It's a pleasure to be here. Hey. Wonderful. All right, so who's in the hot seat this week? Andrea. No, I knew you was going to do that. <laughs> I knew that you was going to do that. I knew. Robert looks disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be nice. Let's be nice. I think I'm, I'm in the hot seat, actually. I think so. Okay, Unless if, if Andrea, if, you, if you're happy to be in the hot seat. Or otherwise. About, sorry? How about a question for Peter and then a question for Andrea? Okay. 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 That sounds fair. We're sharing the hot seat. We're sharing the hot seat. Ladies first. (laughs) All right. Okay. Who's got a question for Andrea? Um, I can ask Andrea a question. Oh. Oh, I feel it's up coming up. I see. Spicy. Let's see. In your opinion or experiences, where should a woman look to for a model of what submission should look like within marriage. Mm. <laughs> I feel like um, this is self-serving, but okay. Um, firstly, the Bible. Um, and not just saying the Bible, finding scriptures, but and not just looking at relationships as well between husband and wife, but looking at people's relationship with God and then people's relationship with Jesus because scripture says are you speaking in a sense of like marriage yeah Yeah. okay so scripture says wives submit to your husbands as unto the Lord so then I can't look at how other women were looking and submitting to their husbands I've got to look at the relationships so then I think oh how am I submitting to Jesus and how can I apply that to marriage And then you can look outside of scriptures, um, but not excluding scriptures. So, for example, I can look at a relationship in real life and be like, hmm, are they embodying what I read in scripture? And what can I take away from that reality? And, yeah, I think think that's so scripture, not just looking at husbands and wives, but looking at how people relate to and serve and love God. And then looking on the outside, what relationships and marriages I see doing things the way that scripture says they should do, and then what I can take away from that. And also building relationships with those couples as well. And bonus follow-up question. What, what about submission have you found hardest to accept? Hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so like, so like, so, so, so like, which concept of the art of submission have you found the most difficult to accept? That is a good question. Um, and I know I've had, I've found some 
point. It's just what I found difficult is having to embrace the fact that I can't do things solo. <laughs> like I can't do things solo. So the reality of accepting that my ideas are not always the best and that I have to trust. Can I say you? Yeah, people should know by now, <laughs> you know. Um, I'll give it to that. Yes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and I just have to trust that you are as led by God as I am, if not more. <laughs> and then trust to follow that. That's, but that's, that's been a challenge, having <sighs> to trust somebody else's relationship as well as my own with God, mm. my relationship with God, having to trust somebody else's relationship with God as well as trusting my own relationship with God. Mm. Wait, I actually want to follow up for, 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 for you guys. Uh, what was the hardest thing you had to unlearn about submission since, you, you, since you've been married? Mm. I, guess, I guess on my part, it's... <clears throat> um, so I, I, would, I would even add to what Jay was saying from the perspective of um, in, in learning how to submit to the husband, um, we ought, like cues ought to be taken from, from Jesus, how he submitted unto God. Now, obviously the husband isn't God. Um, and so there's, there's levels to it, but submit yourself as unto the Lord. And it's Jesus was the only one who had ultimate submission to God in, in that he was able to say, I don't want to die on the cross, but not my will, your will be done. Mm. To that to that point where it's like, um, I've forgotten the scripture, but I was like, finding himself in the image of God, he emptied himself, became man, and yes. submitted himself even unto death, Sweet. where there, there's that emptying of self and that submission. Um, and so there was ultimate obedience and ultimate submission in only one person, which is Jesus. And so our model for submission is Jesus. Um, the person we look to for submission is Jesus. And, and also when it comes to leading the wife, we are our wives. We are, we are called to love her the way Christ loves his bride. Mm. And that, that right there is one that really blows my mind because it is literally um, cleansing her by the washing of the word and presenting herself to you in a way that is like constantly um renewed and and just um almost more invigorated every time and it's like am i genuinely praying that i find my wife more appealing more like i love her more i am able to engage with her in a way that edifies her and then i appreciate the edified version of her more and more every day um submitting myself to God and then learning how he loves me and then channeling that very love to be like, all right, God, now, as I am learning this in this relationship, how do I then turn this to my wife and love her knowing that my love for her reflects something of your love for her and reflects mm -hmm. something of it. Cause it, it's, there was a challenge for me where I was like, I used to struggle receiving love from my wife, just affection. Um, and God challenged me from the perspective of, her love for me is his love channeled through her. And my love for her is his love channeled through me. 
And so it's very much like in me finding it difficult to receive her love, I'm also finding it difficult to receive his love for me. Um, and so there's that, for me, there's that submission in really submitting myself onto God and submitting myself onto who God has said, said I am, um, how God loves me, what he's put within me, um, how he shaped me, and then really turn my attention to how do I then not quite being found in the image of God, like I'm still in the image of man, but how do I then empty myself and submit myself in loving her? Even if it's on to death, it will be because man, I'm selfish. I'm not going to say man. Man is selfish, but I am selfish. And so my immediate thoughts goes to myself. But it's like, no, denying of self and esteeming her higher than myself. Um, yeah, so for me, there is that constant challenge. Um, she seems to be happy, so I guess I'm doing a good job. Amen. That scene doesn't seem very short. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to be humble in that, but man, I'm happy. bossing it out here. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's the you need out here. Come on, yeah. I think for me, it was more, I guess, the hardest thing to learn. And I say hardest because I don't think I've still fully grasped it just yet. Is um, it's, it's the model of leadership and the model of authority that I'm used to. Is It's always been sort of military or martial. And so it's, there's a goal we need to achieve. That goal once laid out we all have roles to play and you just get on with your role. There's no room for complaints or crying. <laughs> you just get on with it and, and I'm trusting you. And for me, my understanding has always been there's a, there's a respect and an honour I'm giving you by trusting you to get on with what you need to get on with and not interfering. But um, <laughs> learning that. <laughs> <laughs> learning that not everyone receives that um in that manner and uh, yeah. and that's not that's not quite not quite the love that's described um in the bible it's not as utilitarian dare i say um and and there's a lot more room for overlap and for sort of hand holding and um and and bearing each other up um, whereas you don't you don't have the luxury of that in the army, and luckily we're not constantly in a war, so I don't need to be like that. But yeah, that's that's something I'm still learning, still still getting to grips with. We are constantly wow. in spiritual warfare. Indeed, we indeed. are constantly fighting <laughs> against the enemy. Yeah. Um. Even though that's true, I'm happy with all of that. Sorry. I'm he happy said he's with happy all of that. Yeah. See. see. <clears throat> uh, my question for Peter. Yeah, let's go. So I will I will give like a pre preamble, whatever. Mm. Um, so the body is riddled with cults. The body, the body as in the of body Christ, of Christ. Yeah, okay, it's riddled okay. with cults mm-hmm. and people who like seek truth, whatever, and then end up in some Jehovah's Witness meeting room, mm. and then it's a madness. Um, what safeguards would you give to people um, against falling into cults, against falling into into these little um, cul-de-sacs, mm. faith-wise? Um, 
And also, do you have any um, signs to tell if you're in a cult? <laughs> this, this might get political. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, Tell us. Uh, so, no, I'm talking. so, so, um, man took off his headphones. He's down here. <laughs> yeah. To get serious. I want. I want to start by saying, and and this won't come until later. But I'm not. I am not consciously describing anyone. Don't say that. I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm I'm actually not. I'm actually going to be very objective. I'm actually not describing anyone. However, safeguards against cults, I think. Um, I think that the Bible is designed um, in its entirety to address this. And what you normally see with cults is that they, they sort of go off on a tangent. They go off somewhere on a tangent. So we all sort of start at the same place. But then they, they take this one verse and make a scripture out of what is a backing verse for something else in context and then go go off on a tangent there and then all of a sudden... Backing verse. <laughs> it's not even like the main singer. It's just a, it's a backing singer. <laughs> and then they, 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 they make so much out of that singular verse. And, and you know, there's, there's that, that's one way in which normally cults sort of come about. And I think the Bible addresses that by being a unified story. And so there's no part of the Bible that is of more worth without the rest of it. You can't, mm. you can't build, you can't build, excuse me, fundamental theology on parts of the Bible without paying respect to the entirety of the thing. And I think when you do, you get a fuller sense of God and it sort of takes care of a lot of these cults. Um, and so I think for me, safeguards are having your theology, having your doctrine built on a full gospel, on a full um, approach to the Bible uh, and not picking and choosing verses that serve your particular agenda, but rather sort of having doctrine that's built on the entirety of the text um, and paying attention to that. And in the same vein, I think those, those are sort of, those are signs, I think, that should be observed or should be taken into consideration if at your particular church, your particular pastor only seems to talk about particular things and, and not in the sense of these are pressing matters that maybe we all should pay attention to in a sense of these just seem to be the things that serve our mission statement or the things that serve our um, giving days or the things that serve our collection, you know, time. And there's nothing else. There's, there's no, <laughs> there's no sort of understanding that you need to approach the entirety of the text. If you're going to church and there are days, all days, you've been in a church for 10 years, you've been in a organization for 10 years, you've never opened certain books of the Bible, never been encouraged to open certain books of the Bible. I wouldn't necessarily say you're, you're in a cult, but I'll say, doubt. Yeah. <laughs> i say, be, be careful. Question, be careful. question, question. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, so I know there's, I know there are certain Christians who will not talk about hell at all. Mm-hmm. Would you say if you go to a church where they will talk about heaven, but they never mention hell as a place or anything, 
Would you say that's a cult? No, not necessarily. Not not just because they haven't mentioned it. I'll say, what's the theology there? What's the reason for not mentioning hell? And, and I mean, there's so much of the Bible to get through. Understandably, I don't expect every Sunday for us to go cover to cover, right? But there should be an understanding of what, what it is and, and what the concept is. And even there, scholars are, you know, debating Tim Mackey or the guy that does the Bible Project doesn't necessarily even believe in hell doesn't believe yeah. the bible presents hell yeah. in the way the reformed, that the reformed church has written yeah. them off still <laughs> um, in the way that a lot of us sort of see hell he makes some arguments that challenge that 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 concept yeah. and i think a, a church or at least a church that has um a good relationship with the bible will be a church that encourages you to read the entirety of the text and and to gain an entire uh, a theology that a theology that is all encompassing from the text, and mm. so definitely there will be something on a lake of fire, something on an eternal judgment, something on that aspect of things because that aspect of things is presented, whether or not we want to call it hell or whatever. There should be something there. There should be a theology that can be built there because that's in the bible um how do you know if you're in a cult if your leader lifts his opinion his interpretation his understanding of the bible above your requirements to study the bible yourself you might be in a cult Mm. (laughs) if I mean, if there are obvious, you know, things, if you are every Sunday coming and putting 20 pounds on this particular chair, because that chair belongs to God, you might be in a cult. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, if you are seeing and feeling things um, that don't sit right with your spirit and you mm. understand that, or, or you are mature enough to know what's your spirit and what's your own prejudice Mm. you might not be in a cult but you might be being called to pay attention Mm. um i I can't give an exhaustive list but you know i think those are sort of the first things i'd look for Mm. is if if i'm being pointed to my head pastor as opposed to christ as my savior Mm -hmm. there might be a thing if your head pastor is being mentioned more then Christ is being mentioned. Yeah. That might be a thing. Come on. Oi. <laughs> you are and, it's under familiar, right? Yeah. And then it's familiar and it's a really big institution. And there are many. And just even to add to that, when they are proposing that there is a certain kind of blessing attached to being in that particular yeah, church that's, and that's a massive sign it's such it's such a big sign when they're like you know the whole and this is what makes us different from mm. other churches mm. when we got the spirit of god mm. i heard that one time and i thought oh really yeah yeah also another another telltale sign is when challenge is not only discouraged but taught as Almost disobedience. Yeah, yeah. You're not. You're not. Nec- you're not even. 
it's not that you're, you're not encouraged to, to to obey. You're not. You're not. It's no. If you challenge, you're of the devil. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> almost this authoritarian. Yeah. The devil is that. using you. The devil is using you. The devil is again. I'm not you. speaking of anyone in particular. I'm just saying. Fam, I would I would also say, if the if if the church has its own version of the Bible. Get oh out. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. just just dip. Yeah. If, the, if Sunday after Sunday they're preaching from one man's book, <laughs> not the Bible. Come get on, gal. Come on. I don't want to say anything. Say it. Say it. I've seen churches where they're holding conventions and they're like, everyone bring out this book and let's turn to chapter one. Say get it, out. Mr. Bacco. <laughs> yeah. Where's the line between you know a pastor telling his book and it, it being okay? Look, no, look, nah, look. Nah. If if you're right, you can write your books. It's, it's an audience it's your audience it's a it can be your it's your market i would i would caution pastors that take that the wrong way and and i i can't speak to what is the right way or what is the wrong way but i'll say jesus was shown to be violently angry when people were selling things that were required for service when like it's not, not just selling it. but when they had made a marketplace out of god's um house Talk about it. If you do that and you want to see the mild and meek Jesus that, you know, was only yeah. harsh to the Pharisees awesome. flipping tables <laughs> and you want to get that. And we already understand that teachers get harsher judgment. Cool. Yeah. That My- said, that said, I do think, I mean, it's hard. It's hard because why, why am I buying? Why am I having to pay for 50 shades of gray? And then I don't pay for uh a you know someone's put in the work written a good book and and given to me why why shouldn't i pay for that instead is that the life you're living yeah <laughs> <laughs> and things up in the bedroom <laughs> i wouldn't be using 50 shades of gray for that but yeah is that going to be your Elita, hookup Elita today, is yeah. nowhere near so obviously i'm talking <laughs> my chest um, <laughs> No, so yeah. so I think because I really feel for for pastors who maybe really write good stuff and, and they write on specific topics and it's years of research, it's diligent work put into a book that it costs to print, that it costs to distribute. I think you should pay for that. I think you should pay for that. Mm. But where, and you see it with, the content isn't that great. The content is plagiarized from others. The, 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 <laughs> the books aren't really all that and then the books become made syllabus for yeah. church yeah. yeah i'm not Basically. provided syllabus you have to pay for it and buy yeah. it then i'm like you might have some questions to answer when, when you get to yeah. it but again it's, it's, it's like if the pastor's book or a minister's book becomes required reading yeah is that's it's like no like it's only god is in is inerrant everybody else is subject to flaws and mistakes and stuff Mm. like that and so if Mm -hmm. if you are now taken like fam if you bang the research if you did the work to put in this book you ain't got to preach from your book 
No. You can take them straight to the scriptures yeah, and yeah. like expound, like mm. talk from there. You ain't got to go to them and walk them through it. Let them yeah. read it themselves. Yeah. And then they can go and get your book because they like the way that you presented it and they like yeah. the work that you've yeah. done. They got the sermon. They just want to see how you expanded it because obviously yeah. a book is a larger medium to do so. But it's not that you are, you know, you're, you're selling it to them yeah. to, to, to this is what you need on Sunday. You have it before you come. I think that's wrong. I think okay, that, yeah, I, I think there's absolutely room for, yeah. especially some of these teachers that are doing good work, that are actually doing good work and, and are, are doing, I've got the Thompson Chain Reference Bible in front of me, and that's an excellent piece of, of work that someone has done. Someone's looked through the Bible for various chains, put it together. I will happily pay for that, happily. But a lot of the time, a lot of these preachers that are making their stuff required reading, they're not doing anywhere near the amount yeah. of work for that. They're doing, yeah. So that's that's what I want to say. Yeah. Hey, everything's falling apart. This is it. So now, <laughs> I, I do, I do like the different things that we've got. Where it's like, um, uh, almost like being sectarianism, like sex. Where it's like mm. we are, we where we're the chosen, we're the elect. Anybody outside of this is just going straight to hell. Um, elevating certain scriptures above others. Um, elevating their books, their content above others, um, placing emphasis on different practices, um, certain strict requirements, and like this authoritarian sort of leadership models and stuff. Um, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm liking that. Yeah, thank you. Well, done, Peter. Yeah, thanks for that. Thanks for that question as well. It's mm, good. It's good. It's, it's a spicy one. All right. mm. Let's get if, in. if you just just lastly, if you take offense at anything that was said, you might, be in, you might be in a cult, fam. You might be in a shout like send, slide in our DMs. Please we'll talk to you. I'll be happy. Yeah, I'll be happy to back we'll talk to you. Slide in the DMs. If you feel offended, to... slide in the DMs. You can start yeah. with your offense, you can start cussing us, but don't worry, man. We'll talk. We'll talk. I remember being part of a cult-like congregation. And anybody that spoke against it, there was like an uproar within my inside. And I'd see them as like an enemy being used by the devil. It's, it's so well, it's such a real thing that when a person is within a cult, it is only people speaking, but it's, it comes down only to the spirit of God that can deliver a person. So, you know, you can give them all the truth that you want, but then when they've been brainwashed and when they've been told that a certain way of thinking is the only way to think, and especially when you meet those that are new to the faith or have been in a place and they are so wanting to please God, but they are deceived, it shakes their world when you tell them what they've been believing or are currently in yeah. is it's false, disastrous and false. It can either make them lose their faith or just leave church for a while or whatever. But I was part of that and it was very, very difficult. But then when the Lord delivers you, he delivers you and you'll yeah. be able to speak out on it um, with boldness as well. I think that's, that's the grace as well is that, just because you might even be part of a church that fits the description that we might be given doesn't necessarily mean that you are cut off from God and his spirit can still reach you. And and more often than not, a lot of people in these places do have the spirit. They just have 
Amen. a reliance on a flesh that's comfortable where they Amen. are. So it's it's yeah. not the end of the world, but it's damn close. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I, I would I would even say God in his in his infinite wisdom and mercy is able to use the brokenness of men for his yeah. glory. Mm. And so even if you're in a call, as Peter just said, it's it's not a write-off. Like it could very well be that God just needed you in a space where you are you were like wanting to be open to the spirit. Yeah. That's and good. then just like sliding and just moving into different spaces. Um so yeah, yeah. like don't be afraid. Firm. Yeah, don't be afraid to move. Um I, I, I want I want to flip the question to to you Dre because um Dre because mm. you were you said that you you slightly mentioned it before was like some people are so far in it that you could um John 3 16 blah blah or like oh, yeah drop all the things there and then I'm just looking at you like nah you're off the devil um mm-hmm. even the devil knew scriptures you're coming um <laughs> yeah and I know, I know that it's, it's going to be nuanced, but would you, would you have any like um, suggestions as to how, how to approach a conversation like that? Because I remember our conversations, man, around, I'm going to drop names, around Smack Nation. And Shout honestly, fam, it, it was, mm. I, I would go as far as calling it a cult. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. go as far as calling it a cult. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like we had different dispositions and approaches to it. It was a pyramid scheme. <laughs> was only person eating is now in nigeria still wearing red bombs um oh gosh i i would go as far as calling it a cult and i know that we had different um dispositions and approaches to it and stuff um but what what would be some of based on like your experiences and stuff what would be some of the advices or tips that you kind of give an approach in a situation like that um Invite them to an event that is not running on the same day as your church, mm. as their church. Sorry. Nice. So That's because nice. they people that are in that, they will never miss one of their <laughs> church services. Mm. They will never do it unless they are in hospital paralyzed. They will not do it. They will even ask to be discharged. Like that's how rooted you are. Yeah, because so, otherwise you've backslidden into the exactly, hospital bed. <laughs> exactly. There's that. Where are you? Is your commitment and your faithfulness to God no longer, you know, mm. on flames? Have you lost your fire? So mm. I think to approach that, you love them. You mm. love them. So invite them to the Bible studies that don't run on the same days as theirs. If they invite you to the church, I know it sounds outrageous, but maybe go, you know, <laughs> like, and then also Take inviting notes. them. Bear notes. Yeah. In, invite them to like, bible studies invite them to events because they then will be surrounded by more of the truth more believers that are in light and you know you you've got to ensure that you're you're yourself a person is going to a, a bible believing church you know I mean you can't go from one court to another you know you can't go from one court to another you cast out the demons only to let seven <laughs> this is what i'm saying so You've 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 got to be sure, but I think if I if I came across somebody that I knew was in a cult and it was a friend of mine, I wouldn't be like, oh, you need to get out of that place. You need to unless they were doing some wild wild things, and I'd be like, can you not see the scriptures? 
if you cannot see the scriptures, then you want to be there. You like it there and you have to face the Lord. But if they are just ignorantly, innocently deceived, I'll gently show them because they are going to be on defense. I remember how I was. And it's only when the Lord started unraveling me. And I know people are praying for me. Mm. Another thing, you've got to pray for them. You've got to pray for them. There's a scripture that says that when you see someone, um, is it in James that you snatch them? You snatch them from the flames and watch yourselves, lest you fall into that temptation yourself. Um, and I think when we see how serious it is that the, I remember being in there, I wanted to be rescued after a while, but I was so bound to that place. I didn't know how to get out because mm. I was told that, why would you want to see the work of God crumble? Don't you know that you are the pillar of this church? If you go, this place Whoa. will fall. Do you want Aye. that on your head? Do you want that guilt no. on your head? Like, I'm to, if you think that's mad, a lot more <sighs> mad things were said. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy. That's it's heavy. Bro, Boy, crazy. at its finest. Aye. At its finest. Hey, I'm saying this. I'm saying this in jest. But part of me is is can we punch up this guy? <laughs> Listen, I've had thoughts of not just punching up the person. <laughs> but I won't say um the Lord is healing me mm, and amen. he's healing us. It's no longer running to the glory of God. Yeah. It it shut down, I think, a few months after I left. So yeah. Um and also Samson bought the place down alongside. Glory be to <laughs> God. Samson committed suicide. Yeah. That, man. I didn't. I, like I didn't. I didn't. I didn't die in the process. However, mm. I did deal with guilt for like three years. Wow. Like two, three years, the guilt was there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's. And, and it's it's such a it's such an important distinction. That point you made about inviting them. On a yeah, day that yeah, they don't yeah, do yeah, church, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's an easy thing to miss, isn't it? Because yeah. you just invite yeah. them on a Sunday, but it's like, nah, they're not leaving on Sunday. Exactly. Like, invite e- them even, to the midweek stuff thing. like prayer meeting and them things. There, yeah. just find out their schedule, the itinerary, yeah. and then just oh, cool, you're free on Tuesday. All right, cool. Yeah, man's got something. Even if you got to rustle up the homies to get something done that day, mm-hmm. let's let's do that. Yeah, because then at least they're going with you somewhere, and yeah. it's not like mm-hmm. they're going to another church, which yeah. again becomes a thing that they will. You know, exactly. that they get gaslighted about. You can't go to other churches. You can't go to other Bibles. They will ask their leader for permission. Oof. Because yeah. that's a really big thing yeah. in cult-like churches. The permission asking. Mm. Um, permission to go to a party. Permission to go to another church. Oh. Permission to go to another Bible study. Permission to go to a wedding if it falls on a day that church is running. Permission, permission, wow. permission. More more churches just flagged up for me, but I don't know how I survived, you know. I don't know how I survived all those years. I was in that church from when I was 15. Whoa. Till about 26. Wow. It's mad. That's crazy. Thank God for grace, but amen. Indeed. Wow. Hey, this sorry not sorry was good. (laughs) Yeah, it was powerful, man. It was heavy. Good. All right, something a bit lighter talk about today <laughs> fifa huh fifa that like football yeah what does fifa stand for 
fucking football association. That's the huh? fuck. <laughs> <laughs> What's the fee? I don't know. Let's Google it. It's fee five oh four. Let me Google it. I feel like it's not. I feel like it's not English. FIFA is oh, a federate federation international de football association. Yeah, so it is in English. Was that like your French accent? That was his Parisian. It's something. Accent. Switzerland, Swiss, Swiss. I think it's Parisian. It's French. It looks French. It's French, yeah. Federation international. That's French. De is of, which is French. But then they well, all then, sort of sound the well, same. It could be Spanish too. Yeah, I was going to say. They all sound you're the same. You're going to be like, awesome. that sounds French. Day, which is off. Right? <laughs> the only one he deciphered. The only one of, he deciphered. Of. <laughs> anyway, so FIFA. So I think most of us know FIFA, the game, the football game. Mm. Like the most famous football game out at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, which is owned by EA Sports. Mm-hmm. If it's in the game, it's in the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Now, EA and FIFA, the Football Association company, are a bit at, are, are a bit at odds at the minute. Okay. Because right now, EA Sports has sole licensing to the FIFA brand name. Uh-huh. Um, at least when it comes to like football games, so like no football game can use the name FIFA. FIFA. Mm. Um, and now it's up for for renewal, and FIFA is saying, all right, you, if you want to use the name exclusively. You have to pay us a billion. He <laughs> <are> saying that. <laughs> so it's looking like they might have to change the name of their game. Okay. To something like EA FC. <laughs> something so stupid. Like Which I'm oh, always hey. so funny. But well, isn't isn't there another? There's another game, another football game, and they don't even spell the player names right. Yeah, it's Pro yeah, Pro Evolution pro. Soccer. Is that Pro Evo? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that allowed? Yeah, yeah, so they, yeah. Haven't, they haven't got license to use the stuff. So it's like they they will just scatter people's names, yeah. scatter clubs. Hey, just, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so what, like, like take United, a letter away? It's it like Manchester United might be called Manchester Football Club. Yeah. Stuff, stuff oh, like because they can't use the likeness or the names. They are smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but 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 like because of stuff like that, pro fell off. Pro and FIFA used to be neck and yeah. neck. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then Pro just fell off because of all, all, all these all the nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. And so if EA don't pay this billion pounds that FIFA wants to use their name, FIFA's just going to open it up so that everyone can. companies can, can like, use FIFA within their thing. And then, and then FIFA, FIFA the game won't even be able to be called FIFA anymore. Mm. And I thought that was kind of funny. And I thought, how, how much of their fan base do you think they will lose if they change their name from people. Do you know what? It, it, I, I think so. Per, personally, I think that's a stupid move from EA because the amount the amount that you you stand to gain for for the licensing. It might not every, be. It might. Every, they might every, be looking at numbers because if you're asking time, for a billion, if you're asking every, for a billion, they might be looking at the sales recently and be like, we, we ain't yeah. making a billion. FIFA make no 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 FIFA make FIFA make FIFA every FIFA drops every year, and then they are like DLC so extra downloadable content associated with the game, mm. every game, player packs and all of them stuff there. Yeah, it's the and player so, pack that they're making um their money from, and so, so like right, there's so like, people are, are, are like paying all this money to like attempt to get these like certain players. Yeah, and kids are kids are throwing. 
yeah. hundreds of oh, yeah, thousands you told me of about pounds that. Yeah. at this. They, they stand to gain a lot more. They've, I, I, almost, I reckon that they've already gained more than that. It may just be the principle of the renewal fee where they're just like, no, nah, you man, I'm marking it. I'm just like, yo, it's, it, to me, it seems like a no-brainer. You are, you're, you're, you're in line to get way more than that. Yeah. Especially even with like PS5, the next-gen consoles, which are worth more, the prices uh, are more than the current things. Yeah, yeah. I think I think in the immediate future, they won't suffer as much because, as you said, Pro, which I think was the only sort of competitor to FIFA. Yeah, there aren't that many game studios making football games. Yeah, there aren't. So, so aren't. I, I think in the immediate future, they probably won't suffer too much. But but also, I f- I feel like part of the FIFA or part of playing FIFA is because it's called it's, it's called FIFA. Like, yeah, if you have to change the name. To, oh, let's play EAFC. It yeah. doesn't sound. It doesn't sound. It's like yeah. Google. If Google were to change their name, eh, it might not. Oh, there's, there's a lot of brand recognition, but I, that's the whole thing. Is whatever the next thing is, they need to. They will just have to go ham with the branding and make that the next staple. Because if they change it, next two, three, maybe four years, there won't be any real competitors. There will be people building competitive um, games that will come up and you just want to maintain that you've got the best and so they'll have to go hard on branding to make people recognize i also think in terms of licensing because pro weren't able to use the club's names and stuff and so it won't just be the fifa brand but everything associated with the fifa brand and so they may have to start doing manchester football club (laughs) <laughs> but is it will they not be able to do that or will because right now other people aren't able to do it because they have exclusivity yeah. so if they don't have exclusivity they still will be able to do it it just means other people can do it now I think they'll probably still have to pay because I think you'll still have yeah. to pay for, for license. yeah yeah but I and, mean licensing fees will be the same for everyone so you can't you can't make that ridiculously inaccessible it's the exclusivity that I, it yeah. sounds like yeah. they're, they're, they're making. Well, if people want to be petty, they can say, actually, we don't want you to have the license at all. Like, keep your money. Facts. But Facts. again, FIFA also, because a lot of these things are mutually beneficial, FIFA <laughs> won't want to lose too much money. I don't, you don't, you don't, well, you never know, because a lot of some of these things can be just pride and ego. Yeah. Um, but if they take away from EA, they're also going to be losing some something. Yeah. EA, EA Sports is a powerhouse. Oh yeah, like they've been about ever since I started playing games. They've been about since like Windows. Yeah, ninety five. I even remember like the offcuts EA Sports big and all of them yeah. things there. Yeah. Where like they've been about, um, and FIFA, like the 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 game FIFA is literally its own brand. It's a household brand where come November, everyone is like, yo, FIFA's dropping. Even with like like Call of Duty and stuff like that, like every time that it's about to drop, man, them are like Call of Duty, they're, they're queues and stuff. So yeah, I, I personally think they they stand to lose a lot more by not paying it than by paying it. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see what, what happens. And then, yeah, and then thinking about this, it got me thinking about just, like, names in general and, like, the importance of weight and names. And then I had a question. 
do you think that where we are in like 2021, that with the, the like term Christian, do you feel like we should be a lot more protective of it? And not just allow any like Tom Dick and Harry to say they're Christian <laughs> when like the lives they're leaving are like very evidently not Christian. I, I don't necessarily think protective is the word I'd use. I think we should be more intentional about embodying the word because mm-hmm. the word itself came because people are like, these people are like Christ. Yeah. Those are the like Christ people in Antioch. Those are the like Christ people. But, and but, so, see, but the mm. problem that is, it's we can do that. Yeah. Jeff down the road. Yeah can say he's a Christian and not do any of that. And then- yeah, and there were, there were people that were claimed to be Christians that were going around spreading false doctrine. And so Paul had to write letters to address them. There will always be detractors. There will always be bad apples. There will always be people with the, with the name, with the moniker that actually belong to cults or, or whatever. Um, so I think that's why I think it's more so that we need to be intentional about embodying and we need to be better Christians I think mm. um, my yeah. question to that um to you be would be if you were to protect the name per se how would you go about doing that and is how do you mm. see that as possible is that possible how would you protect the name of Christianity or Christian I don't think it's honestly I, I don't think it's possible <laughs> <laughs> Unless unless there was unless there was like I don't say like pharisaical Christians, but like 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 a like a pure string of Christians that like you know we're, we're gonna call ourselves something different. So like the Pharisees. No, 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 not even that. Like you know how, how you can have like neo something, so so like the neo-Christians, mm. where where it's the Christians who have chosen to um stay true to the teachings like the puritans yeah mm, okay yeah well the same guys that were on slave ships yeah 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 them man them man no puritans so it's like them with but without the slaves <laughs> this, this is the thing christian in and of itself is not supposed to be a brand it's more yeah. a description yeah. And so I think it's more being what it's describing, being Christ like yeah. and being real about it. And you will you will see a difference when one person comes to you and they've got the presence of God in them and they're living it out and they're walking it out. And that's the goal, you know. You you notice it. And then when the other guy comes and he's just like, I'm also a Christian, and you're like, Well, I don't feel any power, I don't see any power, I don't see it, I don't uh, see those fruits. But now I feel like even though Christianity isn't supposed to be a brand, it is a brand. In a sense that you know, like, you have made it that though. No, 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 no. So, so like, no. It, in the sense that you know, when like stuff like Lil Nas X was happening, he'll say that it was the Christians that did, did, did um, this and that to him, even mm. though it was probably like his church was ma- maybe on 50, yeah. 60, yeah. 60 people. But because yeah. it's it under the under the umbrella of Christian, mm. all Christians are now labeled as homophobic, and and that's and that's where it's that's where it's our job to be the one that you know people meet people experience life with and you're like you i can't see you doing that that description doesn't just what what i've heard or what the brand has become 
isn't you and therefore what are you and it's like well that's what it is to be christ-like it's, it's being set apart and different and working out of the spirit walking in the spirit as opposed to out of flesh and, and out of intention um, mm. yeah i think my 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 view would, would almost be it may, it may be controversial may may not be um i'm for just dropping a name altogether <laughs> What I'm, you want to I'm be just, just dropping it, just just whatever you want to call me, I'm cool. Because my my and my thought process again is like being called Christians was was a description that was like levied on us before. It was just oh he's a follower of the way, or he's just following like mm. yeah. Um, and also it, it goes back to um, it's by your love that they will know that you are my disciples. Mm-hmm. it's not by it's not by the name tag it's not by the mm-hmm. description it's literally by the fruits that you are like you're you're bearing that mm-hmm. they're going to know that you're my disciples so it's i'm i'm up for dropping the label and i and i almost feel like that would be more of a litmus test than calling yourself a christian because if the label isn't there then we're literally watching your fruits yeah. to see if you're actually about the life that you say you're about mm-hmm. If you would actually like, if 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 it comes to mar- martyrdom, would, would you be on it? Obviously, some people, no, nah, I'm not on it. Run away, two twos are at cool. They go do a madness, but it's it's like, are you actually bearing fruit in keeping with repentance? Does your life line up with what you claim you believe? I don't I don't need a label if my life lines up. Mm. I don't need it. If I don't I don't need to tell you that. I am a husband or I am a father if you actually see me loving my wife and loving my children Mm-mm-mm. that descriptor is just a descriptor Mm-mm. but if you don't see those fruits then it's like you can call me a bad husband you can call me like no nah, I don't I don't see you actually loving your kids like you call yourself a father no you you're biologically yes but emotionally and psychologically and like presence wise no so I wouldn't call you a father. I'll call you someone who's produced children, and that's that's the end of it. Whoa, <laughs> And so sometimes we wear, but but again, this the label for some people can be like, I need to live up to the standard. But they've placed some sort of standard there. That standard may be based on what they've seen others do within that. But yeah, I'm so I'm I'm genuinely for just dropping the label. And just like, are you actually bearing fruit in keeping of repentance? Mm, good. I'd be down for that. That's good, yeah. You're like, yo, who are you? You know, follower of Christ, all I am. You know, follower of Christ. And I, I have seen that become popular these days. Like, people aren't really saying, yeah, I'm a Christian anymore. They are saying that, oh, I'm born again and I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Or that, that I'm I'm hearing that a lot more. Yeah, and which is there, what the word is supposed to mean. There's 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 a double edge to that. But there's also those that are just trying to trying to have their cake and eat it. Yeah. Some some men are on this new age vibe. I'm not, I'm not Christian. I'm spiritual. Yeah. Yeah, the, that's so new, wild. Yeah, yeah, I played yeah, with yeah, that yeah. for a little bit, and then I thought this is stupid. But you yeah. know what? Oh, Peter, there was there's this one girl from uni. I I, I came across her, her Instagram. I won't say her name. I'll take her to. <laughs> You, you, you might remember <laughs> so she was never like the struggles of christians and then i see her page <laughs> she somehow messed 
astronomy <laughs> Christianity oh, obviously oh. You, and she's got the angel the card tell yeah. she the yeah, angel yeah. card it's the star signs and that and Who's it's this? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and this 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 is gonna sound this is gonna sound a bit parad- paradoxical, but currently I actually take delight in telling people that I'm a Christian. Um, in as much as I'm like I'm happy to drop the label, but because I recognize just how much damage has been done under the guise of this label, I'm happy to say I'm a Christian, hoping that I can stand in some opposition to what they've experienced before yeah change the narrative yeah to to some degree to be like yeah like oh yeah and our christians did this oh so yeah like it's mad but how have you experienced me like within this time and not necessarily entering conversations being like yeah yeah the christians here but just living and when it comes out in conversation being like yeah 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 like i am a christian almost there Oh, okay, so that makes sense. But what do you think about this? And then giving them an opportunity to sort of actually really look at some of those prejudices that they might yeah. have or that they might have think yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think that a label is good because it allows us to defend our faith um, in the sense that if, we did, if there wasn't a label, um, then... I don't know, it almost makes it feel like we're not part of a community, a community or, or group. Like, yeah. And like if it's just like individual one 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 people, it's I think it'll be harder to like challenge the things of the Bible because um, you know, people might say, Oh, I don't believe in that part. You know, I feel like seeing a Christian. I hear you. Yeah, saying saying you're a Christian, like should mean that you believe. X, Y, and Z, you know, you yeah. believe mm. in the Trinity, you believe in like, Jesus died, yeah, rose, rose again. again. So, so like, so like there, there are certain beliefs. Yeah, like I always say, like be, being a Christian is like being a vegetarian, you know. There are certain, as, there are certain things you have to tick off to say that you're, you're this thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm a vegetarian, but I love my sausages and yeah. chicken. <laughs> <laughs> <Something like that. laughs> No, I, I hear that, and I, I hear that, and I do, I do like that angle as well because it, it allows us to almost, as you said, codify certain things to be like, in order to be able to tick this box, you need to believe in X, Y, Z, or like affirm X, Y, Z. In as much as that's that's kind of gone down the drain right now, um, with this relativity and everything like that. There's not, there's no real, no, and I think within Christianity itself, there is this division. And this sort of like theological division where we've got like the reform we've got whatever like and even within that there are fractures within that um but yeah so yeah I, I do see its benefits in in like you bringing people together but I also recognize that the early church didn't have that label but they were still meeting in houses and still fellowshiping yes. and still had that u- unity and so denominations yeah and so it's there's something about that that i'm like all right so and again for me this comes back to love that um, love that they had for each other to want to both fellowship with each other but also fellowship with god with each other Mm. um but to be fair that the word that early starts of like denominations in the early church because you know paul was telling people well no that's the thing paul specifically said not to do that yeah yeah he said said not to do that it it wasn't about 
those denominations, as you said, sort of coming out, and we are the uh, Titicians, <laughs> <laughs> and we are the Apollians, and we are the Pauline guys. It's like, no, nah, we are all followers of Christ. And you have people now, theologians, who are like, well, yeah, we're Arminian, and we're Calvinist, and we're Reformed, and we're this. Yeah, I've got all of that. It's like you're doing the exact same thing Paul said yeah. not to do. Uh, mm-hmm. I would push back slightly on the exact. I push back <laughs> slightly on the exact, um, because in 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 like aligning yourself with a person, mm. you're almost aligning yourself with, with a school of thought when it comes yes. to Christianity. As with that person's to, school, of yeah, thought. as opposed to that person himself. But your trail of thought when it comes to um, God's activity within your life or within the body more mm. so aligns with this person than that person. Um, then the, the references may not be helpful because um, it then does make it about Calvin or um, Armin, whatever his name is, um, or whoever, um, yeah. or John Piper or John MacArthur <laughs> or whoever. Um, yeah. And the Picarians. Um, oh my gosh. I like John Piper. It, so, you know, I used to vibe with him, yeah. But he's been moving reckless. What recently? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah, heard yeah. him recently. None. So obviously he's he's got a book, Strange Fire. So he believes he believes in cessation that the gifts of the Holy Spirit stops after the apostles. So there are no no speaking in tongues. There are no prophets. So no, maybe like, he's had just, an encounter. Ah, uh, with son. Um, <laughs> sorry, I shouldn't do that. I really shouldn't do that. Um, but also during COVID lockdown, he just flaunted all the rules and caught like church was open as per usual. His church had like elderly people and stuff in it. And I'm like, regardless of constitutions and stuff like that, just as a health thing for your congregation, there should be some. But yeah, he was just, but he, he's doing his. <laughs> if you don't believe in like the, the gift and stuff. Not you like know like that, if you don't this. believe in healing, Man, man, come to the thing, catch COVID. What are you gonna do? Oh yeah, go back home. Nah. So yeah, um, that's irresponsible. Yeah, and and so I'm just I'm looking at the practicalities of his fruits, and I'm also looking at how he condemns other people, um, and I, mm-hmm. I I don't quite see that as not necessarily saying it's not loving, but it's not loving. Like there is a. There's a <laughs> There's a manner in which you can speak <laughs> around things, but he, yeah, he. I think it, it may just be the generation, but he's just cut I think so. and he just goes so. in for the kill. Yeah, it's definitely like, generation. We do not, not, not to, not to, not to sort of push an agenda, but that is sort of the extent of that sort of ref- not the extent, yes. but when you yes, push the I extreme agree. reformed, yes, that's where I they agree. get to. It becomes that's very cutthroat and very. Oh, I, I can't lie. I can't lie. In QM, so I, I was in. I w- was it all nations? It might have been all nations. It might have known. been all. Yeah, it might have been all, all nations. I, it might not be, but yeah, I was. I went. Fam- all nations wasn't I, the one. It was, I visited. Relax, man. It was all right. I, visit, fam, <laughs> I visited someone's Bible study for the first day and I almost kicked someone out. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you. 
I go there and then this boy comes in. Yeah, at my church, we've been studying, we've been studying John and God is all about love. So God wants me to have a girlfriend because it's all about love. I was like, get out. Just get out. Right now. I rebuke you. I was vexed. <laughs> and it, it, it was that that sort of just like, no, we're going to keep this pure. We're going to put everything that isn't of this. We're going to kick it out. And the man, like, demanding from the thing, we're like, yo, 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 don't leave. Don't. I was like, fam, get out. <laughs> and then they had to pull me aside and be like, yo, if mm. we don't talk to him, who is? Yeah. And then, I'm, and then right. he was like, and then he was like, oh yeah, now nah, I, I see why you got angry, but but was it in love though? I was screwing him. I was like, yeah, yeah, I was in love, fam. I was screwing him. Um, so I, I, I understand it. I understand that. And I do recognize that there is a tendency to be very cold hearted yeah. and very black and white with the text yeah. and just yeah. be like, no, you're not getting it right. You're a fornicator. You're going hell, whatever. Mm. Just, just straight cut from these times. You're struggling with the same things behind doors, you know? This is what I'm saying. <sighs> But when it comes outside, yeah, man's got to get the game finished on. You see, yeah, um, that was a tangent, but yeah, but it was a fun one. It was a fun. One. <laughs> Shout out to QM. Do you feel like we need to scrap the donations as well, or do you think that they're necessary evil? So, I was reading something. I read something a while ago. Um, I think it's Spurgeon. It might not be. Um, but he was like, when it comes to denominations, he hasn't really got much qualms. With it. And the reason I'm sharing this, it was really enlightening because he's like, denominations sometimes could almost be like, um, could have within them cultural expressions. Mm-hmm. And so you may go to a Methodist church who worships slightly different from a Baptist church just by virtue of their traditions. Um, and so culturally you find that you have an affinity towards more quiet sort of reflective prayers and that tends to happen within this sort of denomination or you could be a, lo- a bit more celebratory and like the loud drums and like like to get into worshipers and that may happen more so within the Pentecostal setting and so it's like that's that's where just culturally and that's where I'm drawn to and so there's almost like this distinction where it's not so much the um, the theology that almost draws you in there but it's the culture that draws you there yeah. um, and that's something that is afforded within these denom- denominations where you're almost you're afforded the luxury of going somewhere where worship is very much in line with your culture and how you've been raised and something that you can readily engage with um, so I wouldn't I wouldn't do away with denominations for that reason but I would challenge denominations from, from the perspective of um, unity when it comes to the Bible, unity when it comes to doctrine, mm-hmm. when it comes to how God has communicated himself and what, what they affirm. Um, yeah. No, I, I completely agree with that. Um, where it's just your sensibilities and, and what sort of helps to get you where you need to be emotionally mm-hmm. or um, in terms of yeah those cultural aspects of course we as a human race tend to congregate around those things and so you go to university and you find yourself naturally being drawn towards the black folk because we all would like the same music and we'll go to the same restaurants and that's just our culture that draws us together Um, and I think denominations are (laughs) denominations are similar but if 
if we had denominations that only differed in church culture, but were unified on doctrine, I think we'd be in a much, much better place. And arguably, then it wouldn't be a denomination. What would it, it would be? just be well, just, just by well, yeah, just by it's that mm-hmm. that that denomination would only demand yeah. a uniqueness of culture. Yeah, yeah. and I think I find it interesting as well because it's almost like every denomination has emerged from a perceived deficiency in where mm. they came from, mm. and so Pentecostalism came from them perceiving that like the Holy Spirit as a person wasn't really engaged with as much mm. within that denomination it came out of within that evangelical denomination or was very much intellectual. And so they were like, no, like the Holy Spirit is very much a part of this. But then because they came out of it, they like some of them have gone way left. Exactly. That's the thing. It becomes a overcompensation. Like, so, yes. It's just yeah. the Holy Spirit. If, if mandament aren't shaking in this meeting, yeah. We ain't we ain't got there yet, so we're going to be in church for two hours. You need to fall down. Taking, you need to like fall that. down under this. Right? Chairs need to get bashed. <laughs> you need Stuff to fall down, to or you get taken down. <laughs> or you can be on, on like the evangelical side, where if you ain't got a doctorate, then you're not of God. Who are you? Like you need to hit seminary. You need to have all of them things there. And this this is like caricatures of these two denominations, mm. but there are extremes within them. It's like a pendulum. Mm. Um, but yeah, if we're able to like hold the fullness of who God is, which we, we can't, we're human, but if we're able to hold who God is and recognizing that tension, recognizing that some people will be more drawn towards the spiritual side. Some people be more drawn towards the intellectual side, mm-hmm. but all of these are, are valid and valued um, and all still honor God and kind of interact with that. And I guess it's like, it's not even a plug, but that's one thing that I liked about the Church of England where they held all of these different denominations, these different traditions within mm. Church of England. And so you can you can very much go to a charismatic Church of England or an Anglo, um, Catholic, Anglo-Catholic, or you can go evangelical and they held all of it within, within the, uh, under the umbrella of Church of England. Um, so there wasn't really that recognition of we're different, but our expressions of worship may be different, but we're mm. all still unified. Oh. I right, find a question before we go. It's a bit of fun. Uh, what makes a good church name for you guys? What makes a good church name? Yeah. Alliteration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do like alliteration in a church name, but not cheesy one where it's like the church of Christ in the cross of the covenant <laughs> of the cave of the cavity of the cross like simple ones like his house hey. yeah his house is hey. the bomb like hey. his house hey, is such a good name I feel about all these churches named after saints you know yeah it's a bit it's yeah. a bit mad I yeah. don't yeah I don't think that's and that goes to the whole naming a ministry after yourself yeah, after as well. someone. I yeah. personally cannot stand that no shade to those that do it. I'd, um, it would be shade. nice to Let's hear. It would be nice. Shade. I just no, I can't throw shade until I hear the reason why they do it. And if I hear the reason why they do it is not to what I think is reasonable, then you can get all the shade. No sunlight yeah. for you. Fair. Because mm-hmm. I just think, why would you? Why would you name something that is godly after something so flawed? Yeah, I think the the reason that I've heard is even for like church flyers and stuff like that, they they're slapping names on it 
so that people know who they'll be hearing or who like is associated with this so it almost becomes like oh this person has a good reputation and this person is is involved in this and so you can trust this name or you can trust this thing i think okay for promo cool but why is your why is there miss sarah andrea ministries because it's about you and And this is should it be and it shouldn't be I would even go as far as don't put my name on promo for, for your for your things. Mm-hmm. I will not sell tickets. Literally come to Jesus. And the thing is, I think it 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 got me even more puzzled with the whole so Ravi Zacharias, Ravi Ravi Zacharias ministry. About to tap out. The, the fact that they 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 are now reconsidering renaming it. But they have and to. They <laughs> have to. What you have do? to rename it. So just don't name any ministry after yourself because you are very, very flawed. And I think everybody wants their name attached so that everyone knows that they were the ones that begun mm. the ministry or whatever. Heaven knows you started it. This is it. As if you're doing it for this heaven. It. But if you're doing oh. it for man, indeed, oh. that is the extent of your reward. Is you even touch something it. there. Yeah, and just so with names, I think what makes a great church name, I like that alliteration and something <laughs> that, um, but I don't think a ministry should ever be named after a person. It's just so dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's. And you yeah. Google that, you'll be there forever. Yeah. I think a good name should embody maybe like um it should embody a fundamental belief of the church yeah yeah so like something like desiring god i think is a really good name because it shows these people desire god and that's all that it's about is desiring god or you know shameless plug his house his house it's not about it's not about any of us who's the leader well it's his house who is him oh it's jesus okay yeah even like grace to you i like that Mm. I love grace mm. to you. Yeah. yeah. I'd feel like um, about mustard seed. Again, I, I, I like I like I, the I, name. I, 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 I like... kind of feel it's, it's a bit corny, I can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> you feel mustard seed is corny. What about fire on the mountain ministry? <laughs> fam, that's that's straight F. That is F fam. I love all those names. There, there's one church here that was like um Church of the Open Bible. I'm like, wait, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> So what? Are the other churches of the closed Bible, like yeah, what? Are, Bible. every time we well, come there here, are Bible's though, open. aren't there? This is it. This is it. There, there are churches with a closed Bible. Yeah, but <laughs> the open Bible. Just like it's, it's like pointing out the obvious, but so is mustard seed. Mustard seed international. Like if we have faith as small as a mustard seed, we can yeah. move any mountain. Yeah. Like it's just so to the point. Yeah. Um, his house so to the point. City Hill, City Hill is a good one. City Hill, I like that. You you ask, what's this about? Oh, we're City on the Hill. What's that about? Oh, we are placed here by Christ. We are filled with spirit. We can't be hidden. Ah, Beautiful. I love it. And then you've got St. John's. (laughs) (laughs) St. Augustine's. (laughs) And it's the ones where I'm like, wait, do you mean St. John the Baptist or do you mean St. John, like, the uh, disciple of Jesus? Yeah. That was yeah. their shade. That was their shade. Who's not a saint? Hmm? Sorry? 
who who gets to decide who's a saint? I don't understand all of that. I don't understand who becomes a saint and what that means. I mean, I don't get. I mean, this this may get us brought down, but if I mean, if if the Vatican say you're a saint, you're a saint, then. I might want to edit that part out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you start getting Please. followed around by men, this is what I'm like saying. That. Like, <laughs> but, um, yeah. Cool. All right. Hook up. can I go first? You can. So, friend of the podcast, Mrs. Amanda Hope Haley, hey. has released a new book. Come on. Um, I, sorry. Archaeologist? Yeah, the red-haired archaeologist. archaeologist. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I've got that right. Imagine it was so different. <laughs> no. just edit it out. Please, you uh, will leave that in. <laughs> when I make mistakes, I edit it out. When someone else does, nah, it stays in. See this um, thing? <laughs> no, so she's done a... It's a children's book as well. Um, Copper finds a scroll. And it's a story mm. of like a little dog um, that goes on an adventure with her friend to various archaeological sites. And it's meant to sort of introduce five to seven-year-olds to um, the idea of biblical archaeology. Um, I love that. So I've, I've ordered it, but, and she, she mentioned this on her Instagram, that um, because of everything with COVID and all of that, there's a shortage in paper. Um, mm. So even though I bought it on Amazon Prime, um, it's not coming till like November somewhere so if you want it, it probably is there an audio now. version it's in paperback for now it's a children's book but oh, you're okay, gonna play yeah, you're yeah, gonna yeah. play an audio version for Can't just sit down and listen yeah <laughs> look at the wall <laughs> just close your eyes imagine use your yeah. imagination <laughs> so um yeah no it, it's 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 out now um order it but be mindful that you know if you want it for christmas probably start ordering it now just because of that sort of shortage and and everything but from her other books that I've read, um, she's dope. And so I imagine this is going to be dope. I bought it already. She's not asked me to say this or anything. Um, I haven't even reached out to her. Uh, I just bought it with my money because it's worth it. So yeah, check it out. Copper, find a scroll. You can get it on uh, Amazon. Uh, yeah. Cool. I'm going to go next. I'm going to go next. Um... Brooklyn Nine Nine. Hey, I can't. Do you know? Do you know what? Not to steal your your thingy, but I actually can't watch the because I know this is the last season. I can't watch it. <laughs> but I watch everything. The same thing with How I Met Your Mother. I never watched the last two episodes. Same thing with The Office. I never watched the last episode because then it's over. So I can't. I can't watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. I feel like the last episode of How How I Met Your Mother was a real letdown. Well, I wouldn't know. I've never watched it. I was so surprised when 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 I found out Barney was gay. I was as well. I was as well. That was one of the surprises. The he same one was cool. the guy from Prison Bake when I found out he was gay as well. Is he gay? <laughs> mm. yep. The main guy. The main guy. The guy that plays Captain Cold in the Flash. Yeah. They used to have a crush on him. No, sorry, no, sorry, Drea. You'd only be his beard. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, what? he was gay as well. What'd you say? Oh, when a gay person has a girlfriend, it's just his beard to make him appear straight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't know that much, but hey. That's so dumb, bro. <laughs> I think we'll just anyway. Anyway, well, yeah, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, um, comedy, um, police yeah. show. Really good, really funny, really stupid. Andy Samberg, Tony Cruz, Terry Crews. 
Yeah. Check it out. It is good. It is good. Cool. What's going on? Let me go next, yeah? Moses, you can go. Okay, so my thing is an anime. Um, Baki Hamna. Hanma. Yeah, Baki Hanma. I think I saw that. Is that a sequel? Yeah, so I, th- I think it is a sequel. Um, okay. But it's, it's almost like a spin-off. So right. it isn't Baki the Grappler. So that that see that thing's done. Yeah. And then they okay. released a new one called Backy right. ha- uh, Hanma. Right. And this is just like almost like a family feud. Right. Um, right. it's on Netflix and 12 episodes, 24 minutes each. Right. It's it's literally just just like straight testosterone fighting. Yeah, yeah. I mean um, they even designed weird, they've got more muscles than yeah. natural human body. Yeah. And then but they design their lips sick, so though. intricate. Yeah, it's, just it's, it's, it's nuts, though. But yeah, um, I haven't started watching it yet, but I've, I've devoured everything backy. Yeah. Everything backy. I didn't, I didn't like the animation. It wasn't for me. I really wanted to get into it because it's, it's supposed well, which, which, to be like... Which one? The, well, backy, the, the grappler, the original backy. Okay. The, the first one, yeah. I, I just couldn't get into the animation. So I had watched um, backy on Netflix. Yeah. And then I went back to watch Backy the Grappler. Oh, okay. So okay. I, I was like, I wanted to see the backstory mm. to him coming here. Mm. Um, so that kind of kept me going. And plus I was watching it online on like one of them anime sites and stuff like that. So uh, that kind of added to the whole nostalgia. But I don't like the the muscles and stuff is, yeah, it's, it's over it's the top. Much. It's a bit much. It's straight over the top, but it's just straight testosterone. And it's like they've I got muscles on muscles on muscles, muscles, and then these super effeminate faces. <laughs> that is weird. Cool. cool. Thanks, Moses. Andrea. Thank you. Um, I would like to. What's it called? Plug. Um, but it's not a plug of mine. Hook up. Hook um, up. Hook up. That's it. I'd like to share. Um, it's so it's on Instagram. I believe they are like a new charity, and it's called TEG Online UK, mm. the Empowerment Group. Mm, mm, mm. Um, and they're all about supporting Black mental health in the UK through therapy, mm. training, and campaigning. Yeah. And I just think it's just such a brilliant um, initiative, considering we're coming out of the lockdown. Um, might be going back into it. Who knows? And just knowing the statistics um, behind, like, even men, black men committing suicide between the age of 40 and 90, it's like 60% and and higher. Um, So I think it's a really good um, platform to check out. TEG Online UK on Instagram, The Empowerment Group. And it's... For the website, it's the empowermentgroup.co.uk. Um, yeah. And I they've always got good deals going on yeah. with counseling and stuff. Definitely co-sign that. Mm-hmm. Definitely co-sign that. I got I got a cheeky little plug as well. Um you must. <laughs> Peter's podcast um services. Oh gosh. So if you if you got a podcast oh gosh, popping yes. in that, if you man got a podcast popping and you need someone to edit the thing. I, if you like if you like the sounds of this, holla Peter. If you don't, just keep quiet. But if you like the sounds of this, holla Peter. You know, like that. It'll give you good price. Yeah. I appreciate it. 
Yeah. Hey, you might you might even like throw in like TBF promo code TBF or something into, yeah. into the into promo the, code. Hey, into yeah. the into the subject, you might get a cheeky little, or we might just charge you more. You won't know. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, Peter. Peter, how how many podcasts are you producing now? Just so they know levels. I think I need to check. I think I'm on nine. Wow! Come See? on. Yeah. Fam, he's putting in work, you know. Like, there's oh. only podcasts I would actually listen to. Uh, stress. <laughs> so he might he might need a sample before he agrees. So, yeah, hey, just, just a concept, just a concept. But yeah, yeah, no, appreciate it. Appreciate the plug, still. Truly, truly good. All I'll right. come to you when I start my podcast, Pete. Easy, easy. You get the family. You get the family discount. Come on. Twenty percent increase. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Andrea, thank you for coming down. Thank, thank you, Andrea. That's always thank lovely. You. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Chosen, Chosen, Chosen Dre at Chosen Dre 91. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. When it matters. When it matters. Hey, when it matters. Fine. When it matters underscore therapy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Chosen Dre 91. And when it matters underscore therapy. YouTube channel soon come. Yeah, hey. I feel like I've got so many YouTube channels and I just don't ever share on there. And a podcast soon um, come as well. Yeah, <laughs> all that, all that. Yeah. TV network soon come. Come on. Hey, fam, hey. fam. Trust me. I want to be a videographer right. in that. Let's get going. No, I'll, I'll be the videographer. Thank you. No, no, no. You can sit back down, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to steal from my plate. I don't understand. <laughs> Fam, you're talking like there's only going to be one show on a TV channel. No, no I want the all. <laughs> I want the all. Mm. You can be the second camera. What about that? I'll camera. be the editor. You can shoot. You can do the running around thing. I'll edit. Okay, okay, we can do that. We can do that. How are we making? How are we making? This is plans? the thing. Guess what? <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> Properly sharing work and everything. I'm uh, so used to this. I'm the producer. Uh, I'll be producer. Robert manages my life. Stress. Stress. <laughs> and that's why my juice is the best juice. What? That sounded so oh, sad. That, that sounded that wild, but I understand what do you that mean. Is, that is not the way to end the I got the juice. What to Peter, just, just, just cut. Yeah, Timestamp. So- Timestamp. Let's cut this. <laughs> Let's round up. Shout out to for the intro outro music. Have on turn up the ordinary amazing logo. Twitter at Furnace UK. Instagram TBS Furnace. Email tbsfurnace.com. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash Taxis Furnace for apostrophe. On all good podcast websites, apps are on iTunes, Spotify, and things there. The Black Smith Furnace apostrophe. We're done. So this is the Black Smith Furnace. Yeah. The door can. Okay.